the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did I really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Daniel Harris, Terry Reed, an engineer, Dr. Carl Williams, our producer at Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, we're going to ask the question, what are the evolutionists or Darwinists afraid of? I'm going to read a piece of scripture as, as an introduction to this topic. In 2 Peter 3, 3-5, it tells us, above all, you must understand that in the last Last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desire. They will say, where is the coming he promised? Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation, which is a recognition of the uniformitarian or evolutionary mindset. But they deliberately forget since the beginning of creation that long ago by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. Terry is one of the first programs that we ever did about what are the Darwinists afraid of. Incidentally, Terry Reed, if y'all don't know it, not only came up with the idea for the Believing the Bible radio program from the start, he has been one of our sponsors. What was your idea in getting into this program? Basically, if you're paying attention, if you listen to like whoever's representing the National Center for Science Education or used to be Eugenie Scott or if you listen to Lawrence Krauss or some of these others, Bill Nye, the science guy, they do not not want an open and honest debate. They Basically what they want to do is they want to indoctrinate our school children and they've been rather successful at it. Second Peter 3.16 later in that same chapter says scripture is hard uh, which the ignorant and the unstable distort. And really that's what you've referenced there. Dr. Harris, Carl, Ed when you hear any of this about what are they afraid of, what is the indoctrination that's going on what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts to start with is Satan is very powerful to start with. Secondly, when you start identifying what the truth is, Satan wants to make sure the truth gets muffled or totally deleted because the truth is very, very powerful and undercuts everything that they stand for and what they try to put forth, no matter how brilliant it appears to be by brilliant minds and ideas and thoughts. I think another thing is what are they afraid of? They're afraid of losing debates in the public eye. In the beginning of ICR where Dr. Dwayne Gish and Dr. Henry Morris would go and debate various evolutionists. By the audience approval, the creationists generally won each debate. And after a while, the evolutionists finally decided, hey, this is not too smart to go ahead and do this debate. Let's stop this stuff and just pretend like everything's a fact and we can make that known in all our textbooks and kind of squelch any creationists because they're preaching religion and we're preaching science. That's been the party line for 30 years. Yes, sir. Um, I have a web page 
page called Dr. Truth. They're afraid of truth. Mm-hmm. Truth is so simple and it's easy. Problem is that it doesn't align with their vain imaginings. They've got so many fables that they tell, such as the idea that fossils form over millions and millions of years, as we have talked about. It's a real problem for them to face the facts that galaxies wind up, that there's not enough supernova remnants in the galaxy. All the facts, the truth, is really inimical. It's really opposing to the fables that the evolutionists love to tell us. They love to include in their textbooks things that have been clearly disproved, such as the peppered moths, the classic evidences. Lucy. Yes, the Haeckel's embryos. All of these things have been things that are still in the textbooks, but have been clearly shown to be false evidence. Now, Terry, you use a term which most people won't use. Evolutionists themselves don't like the term Darwinist. Why do you use that term all the time? Why not use just evolutionist? Well, the reason I use the term Darwinist and, you know, whenever uh, an evolutionist or Darwinist says, I don't know what a Darwinist is, I'll be happy to tell them what a Darwinist is. I'm going to say it now. The reason I use the term Darwinist is because of the way the Darwinists themselves equivocate on the term evolution. They'll say things like, you can see evolution happening. And then they'll talk about a a grasshopper uh, becoming immune to some pesticide, or they'll be talking about uh, bacteria becoming immune to an antibiotic. And and then they extrapolate that to the degree. So my question is, what are you talking about? I know, I believe in biblical creation. I know there's some, well, there's actually a lot of variation due to sexual reproduction, which is what the Bible tells us. So I know there's variation and change. So what are you talking about? Are you talking about some rodent changing from a light color to a dark color? Or are you talking about all of life starting out as a simple single-celled organism, which, by the way, we've never observed such a thing. Are you talking about life starting out as a simple single-celled organism and through random mutations and natural selection gaining enough genetic information to become all of life on this planet in all of its integrated complexity without anyone even asking the question, where are we going with this? So what is it you're talking about when you say evolution? So that's why I say Darwinist. The Darwinist is quite simply someone that actually believes that, that life can go from this simple single-celled organism to all of life on this planet. And they could be an atheist. They could be a theistic evolutionist, but that's what they believe. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Daniel Harris, Harry Reid, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking about what are the Darwinists or evolutionists afraid of. What you just described is the extrapolation they make from insects becoming immune to pesticides to all the way from molecules to man evolution. And that's a leap that is just too wide. Problem one, the simple single cell organism that they talk about all the time. Has that ever been observed? What came from space? Uh, this, <laughs> this guy came down and, and dropped it into our muddy, you know, <laughs> primordial soup pool. 
and, and left. I mean, clearly, Dr. Crick said that. So, you know, it's got to be right. Hoyle said it first. Hoyle said it first, okay. <laughs> but, but we don't see any such thing like that now, do we? A simple single-celled organism? Well, it's already done, so, you know, it doesn't have to do it again. So that's it. Just, just well, the, I, I have a presentation that, that says that simple single-celled organism is not simple at all. It's more complicated than all of General Motors before Obama got a hold of it. <laughs> One of the things that what Terry was talking about in terms of equivocation, when they start talking about a simple cell, there is no such thing ever observed on the planet. A cell by itself is an amazingly complex apparatus set up both for the maintenance of the information within it and the functioning of that thing. And that is one of the biggest things that we have never observed in science is the production of information, the moving forward of greater and greater information sources. That takes an intelligent source. Some things to John Pendleton that you may remember, our Mexican advocate for creation science in Mexico who recently went to be with the Lord. What he observed was that when he debated evolutionists, they would oftentimes say, you know, he would ask them, how did life start on life? And the, pe- the response was, well, life's a given. Right. That, no, they've got no clue. This is one of the huge things in this whole discussion is when you start talking about how did you actually get from inanimate matter mm-hmm. to a living cell, they're still scratching their head. Right. They've got weird discussions about crystals and how you f- get RNA, an RNA world and all this type of stuff, but they have no answers whatsoever. No scientific evidence. Science. Well, there, there is no consensus among the evolutionists. They've got many, many diverse ideas, all of which are in conflict with each other, and so there is no answer. No agreement. No, no agreement. agreement. Science is about experimentation and observation. What are our experiments actually show us? Yep. The genome's going downhill. <laughs> That's true. That's one part. That's one part. Yeah, they, We're they, not evolving up. We're devolving. Right. We're devolving down. Yeah, the, the Darwinists will tell you uh, we just haven't had enough time to observe one kind of plant or one kind of animal turning into another. But they have done multiple generations of fruit flies, and the best they've been able to come up with is like uh, <laughs> wings that don't have any muscles to make the wings work, or legs where the antenna should be. You know, fruit flies that would never survive outside of the lab, and that's their evidence about how life can become more advanced and complex. And they're showing mutation as possible, certainly, but they're not showing the development, upward development as right. possible. Carl, what were you going to say? I was going to say that the mutation itself has never been shown to add significant amounts of evidence, or I should say information, to the DNA, which would be necessary in huge quantities if one organism was going to transition into a different type of organism. There had to be a, just an enormous amount of DNA that would happen all at once and be perfectly in order at the time that it starts. Because the in-between entities would not be able to exist. Would not be survivable. Well, you have the DNA to make Dr. Carl, and <laughs> which is like a, a set of instructions to make Dr. Carl. And so it's like mutation is a copying error to a set 
set of instructions. It's like if you have a, a set of instructions to make something that works and you start just making random changes to that set of instructions without even any idea of what you're even trying to do, that's what a genetic mutation is. I think we all know even a Lego set that comes with a set of instructions, if you just start changing stuff without any putting any thought into it, you're just going to break what you've got. It's a loss of information. And the sad part of all this is lack of information, lack of data to support it. We have arbitrarily kicked God out of our schools, out of the courts, and out of our society. Romans 1.22 tells us that professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And that's what we see of the men who cling to that it all made itself and that God had no part. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.